Hey there, this is Harriet McClants, and today I want to talk to you about enslavement, especially in reference to marriage and spouses. The subject, when your spouse is a slave to something, you become a slave to it too. Let's get started. Whenever I talk about marital relationships, on this podcasting platform, I talk about how critical it is for single women to be very selective when they're dating and deciding on whether or not they want to pursue marriage with a man. Simply because once you become married, there's a lot of things that you have to uh, work your way through and, and, and you, and you deal with simply because you are married to somebody. You know, the whole act of becoming one is, it's a real, <laughs> it is a real transition because it is a continuous process. You don't just get married and then, Hey, we're one. It is a continuous process of growth. And there are layers to it. You don't know everything you need to know about somebody just because you married them. You don't know everything you need to know about a person or you want to know because you've been dating them for 10 years or you've been living with them for 10 years because that's a totally different thing. I don't care what anybody says. When you marry somebody, on average, it can take almost 10 years before you really have an idea of the type of person that you are actually married to. Because that now we're not just talking about that person. That person doesn't know you either, because when we're dating somebody, we're putting our best foot forward, which is why I wanted to talk to you single ladies first about the value and the importance of being selective about the person you marry because it will affect your life and the, the, the lives of your legacies. So you've got to be very careful. And married ladies, I'm talking to you as well because some of you may be in denial about what I'm about to talk about. Whatever your spouse is a slave to in your marriage, you will become a slave to it too. Which is number one, why I advocate for women maintaining an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and having your own income so that you can have options. So I wanted to go ahead and put that in there before I move forward. There's a there's a method to the madness, y'all. And I'm not just talking about this because I'm just speaking for my health, because some of you actually are going to get it. And some of you get it now because you're living in it. See, when your spouse is a slave to something, he's a slave to staying out all night. He's a slave to the streets. He likes to party. He likes to, you know, frequent different bars and strip clubs and different things like that. And, and then you have those who are slaves to their families. And their relatives, okay, they're slaves to their relatives, even though their relatives have unhealthy relationships, they care so much about what their relatives think about them. And they want to be a part of the crowd, even though it's a toxic one, they're a slave to them. 
And so that's why these relatives can come into your house and tear up your home. They can uh, cause problems with your children. They can take money from your house and you don't even know about it and all this other kind of stuff because that spouse is a slave. They're a slave to their relatives. And some of you ladies are slaves to your relatives. You let your family members come in and invade and interrupt and cause problems in your relationship. They just show up whenever they feel like it. They do whatever they want to do. They treat your house like a hotel. So whatever your, your spouse is a slave to, you will become a slave to it too. If your spouse has an issue with infidelity, they like to sleep around a whole lot. You're going to become a slave too. To their habit, because you're going to start watching their cell phone. You're going to start paying attention to the people that they talk to just like they are. They're going to be suspicious. They're going to be running, trying to watch their phone. They're going to try to keep up with the women that pop up in your face and different things like that. And you'll become a slave to it, too, because you're connected to that person. If your spouse is a slave to stuff, they like to spend money on the latest toys they want to go out and get a, a, a Beamer this week. And then by next year, they want a new vehicle. You know, they, it, nothing's wrong with the other one they bought, but they want a new vehicle because it's shiny and it's new. So they go out and buy that. And then you've got one that like to spend money on other women. So they're constantly taking money from your account. You can never have anything. You can never get ahead. You've been reduced to living in conditions that were much worse than what you lived in before you even married the, the person with the problem. So ladies, this is why it's critical, single ladies, that you're selective about the man that you that you choose to marry. And married ladies, there is hope for you too. When you identify that you have a spouse that is a slave to something, you have to decide what your new normal is going to look like. And in not making a decision, you're making a decision to become a slave to whatever that spouse is a slave to. If you have a spouse that's a slave to golf and every time you turn around, y'all run into a golf tournament. Y'all doing this with golf. Y'all doing that with golf. And you look up for the past 20 years of your life. You've been spending it going to these golf tournaments, staying in these expensive golf hotels, spending money, dragging here and dragging there. And you realize, you know what? This is not what I really I never pictured my life like this. You're a slave to what they like and you think you're being a supportive wife. But what you really are is a slave to some habit or some some thing that has taken over their lives. And now we're starting to bleed over into yours. And I'm sorry, but that's not what marriage, a healthy Christian marriage is all about. So, ladies, this is what I want to say to you. You have to decide where your boundaries are going to start and end in your relationships. And, and at the end of the day. You have to ask yourself those hard questions. What is the price that I'm going to have to pay to, re to, to be married? First of all, single ladies, if I choose to marry this man, what is the cost? What is the cost for me? And ladies, those of you who are married, if I continue to tolerate this behavior, if I remain in, in a position of marriage with this man, what is my cost? What am I willing to give up? What am I willing? What, you know, so you have to decide and only you can decide that. But whatever that spouse is a slave to, I can't say it enough. 
That's exactly what you are going to become a slave to as well, unless you have some lines in the sand and you have put yourself in a financial position where you have options. Otherwise, you're going to look up when you're in your 60s, 70s, and you're going to be angry because you're going to think about, you know what? I could have had something. We could have owned our house. I could have had a nice car. I could have been able to do this and that if I didn't connect myself with somebody who was a slave to this habit, who was a slave because they lacked discipline in their lives, who was a slave to that or whatever it is, because people make gods out of a lot of different stuff. You know, we could have had more if he wasn't spending money on so much junk. We could have had a better living situation if he wasn't addicted to that woman. If he wasn't addicted to different women. If he wasn't a prisoner to himself. Because there are some men who are so broken that they like to numb that pain by drinking a whole bunch of alcohol all the time. Some men throw all their money away in alcohol and drugs different things. And it's, it's that serious. And that's why I'm talking about it because a lot of women, they, they uh, feel like they're victims and some of them may be victims because they, they don't know how to get out of it. They don't know how to maneuver through it. And so you recognize it's kind of like um, being the lifeguard in your own life. <laughs> Because, you know, when whenever you you see somebody going out there to the beach and they're swimming, the lifeguard is up there watching to ensure that nobody gets taken out by a shark or nobody drowns. And see, in, in lifeguard school, they teach these guards how to protect people when they get out there and they get attacked. Or if something happens, there's a protocol or if they they start drowning, they, they run out there and they throw out a lifeline and they try to save them. But in the event that the person gets so far out there that they're that they're panicking, the lifeguard turns around and go the other way because that person will take them down and drown them, too. So, ladies, you've got to really think about your your personal situation. And I can't speak for you and nobody else can. But you've got to think about, okay, how is my connection with this person going to affect me in the long term? What is my life going to look like if I marry this person? Single ladies, married ladies, what is my future? What are my children? What, what is their future going to look like if I continue to subject myself and my family to a spouse that's a slave to drugs, that's a slave to just blowing every penny and dime that we have. You have to ask yourself these questions because whether you choose to do anything or not, it's going to continue to happen. The, the, the next day is going to come. The next uh, uh, problem is going to come as a result of that spouse being a slave. You're going to continue to go from this situation to that situation until you make a decision about, okay, this is enough. Enough is enough. 
This is what I'm going to have to do if I choose to remain in a marriage with a person like this. This is what I'm going to have to do if I want to have freedom in my life and to and to have financial freedom. Because, ladies, one of the reasons why I advocate for you earning an income and and having something for yourself is not because I'm trying to teach you how to be separate from your husband or to deceive your husband. You can let them know everything that you have. But I do know that some men can't handle that because they have addictions. And 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 some of you, if you didn't work and pay the bills, you probably wouldn't have a house. Some of you, if you weren't the way that you were, your relationship wouldn't be what it is now. As good as it is, but it's exhausting you. So, ladies, you you really have to look at things for what they are, not for what you hope them to be. You have to look at your situation and not deceive yourself. okay, and be able to recognize a problem when it actually is a problem. And work toward a solution, even if you have to reach that solution alone. Because at the end of the day, you are your own lifeguard. And you need to supply your own life vest. Because sometimes if your spouse gets so far out there, they can get so far out there that they don't even realize that they're so far out and they're in danger. And they won't listen to you. They don't want to hear anything you have to say and you're just going to let them take you down with them. I don't think so. Not me. And and this is a very difficult conversation to have with yourself. And that's why a lot of women don't talk about it. A lot of them end up saying years later, you know, and I've heard them say it to around Uh, Other younger women, you know, we could have really had something if my husband didn't spend every dime that we had at the race track. There are some men who are addicted to gambling. There are some men that's addicted to all kind of stuff. And there are wonderful, loving women that are going down with them. It's too many. And that's why I wanted to talk about this today, because you have to ask yourself these hard questions and you have to make hard choices. And and when you make decisions, you have to make those decisions after you have prayed and and you 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 faced the truth about where you are versus where you want to be. And how you plan on getting there and what are you willing, you know, life is all about transactions. It is. Anybody that says that is not, they're lying or they're in denial. But life is full of transactions. When you get married, you're making a transaction. Promise to love, honor, obey, all the other good stuff. It's all about transactions. But 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 you start dealing with some real problems when you when you observe that what you agreed to is not what's happening. And that's why, ladies, you have got to be more selective. A man is much more than his bank account. He is much more 
than what he physically looks like on the outside. There is more to a man than what he can provide for you. You have got to know these men. You have got to spend time talking to them, not watching Netflix. You just, you know, you can be a good Netflix buddy with anybody. Profiles don't mean nothing. Look at how people create these beautiful graphics. You can get somebody off a doggone, I don't know, Upwork to put together you some uh, pictures to make you look like somebody in Hollywood. And seduce you into thinking that a person is what, you know, because of a picture. You've got to look at the moral disposition of a person. You've got to spend time listening to them. Pay attention to their character, ladies. A man's character is everything. If he doesn't have any integrity, if you see him spending wherever a man spend his money, that's his priority. That's the bottom line where he spends and how he spends his money. That's his priority. And that's most of the time the way it's going to always be. I was reading an article the other day and this young lady went out to dinner with a man. First of all, he had on a skull cap. This girl was absolutely beautiful. What reduced her to going out with somebody like that is beyond me. But she went out with this guy, African-American woman, beautiful woman, smart, intelligent, educated girl. She went out with this boy to a restaurant. He went to the counter and ordered him something to eat and sat down and started eating and then celebrated what he was about to eat. And she had to go up to the counter and order her own food. Just the mentality, the audacity. It's fine if he may not have had enough money. First of all, if they can't afford the date, they don't need to go out with you anyway. Don't let these men out here manipulate you, ladies, single. Don't let these men manipulate you into thinking that it's something wrong because you do expect them to be a gentleman. If a man invites you out to dinner, he should be paying for your meal. If he's trying to be a gentleman suitor for you, trying to marry you or whatever the case is, and he's looking for that back and forth type thing, if that's not something you're willing to agree to, you don't need to get caught up in that because I don't believe in that. I don't believe in society creating standards on what I expect out of a future husband. That's something you have to choose for yourself. I'm not even telling you how you should do, but I'm just speaking from my perspective. And this thing about, you know, a woman should be able to pay for me to go eat because of I know my worth. Okay, well, you keep stepping and looking for your worth, because if you're already having worth issues to where you need somebody to show you that you have worth, then you need to keep stepping. You what you want, ladies, is somebody that's a gentleman, gentleman that's not coming to the table with all of that baggage. And then they're a slave to all that mess. They will make your lives miserable. You got to look at the character. If that man has integrity, well, look at his family, baby. Look at his family. Y'all meet those family members. I can't say that enough. It's a lot of lessons that I've learned over the years. And I'm giving it to you for free. A lot of these shows on television, that's not the reality of what marriage is. It's disgusting to me. Most of these shows that's talking about housewives, they're not even married women. 
So you've got women who are not married trying to show you how it is to be a housewife, what it is to be a woman in a marriage when they're not even married. That's like, you know, somebody that is not a professional cook preparing a meal for a hundred people and they don't know how to make Kool-Aid. Okay. Ladies, we maybe not the best analogy, but y'all know what I'm talking about. You got to be careful. You got to know whether a man has integrity and that's something that you don't know. And you spent time with somebody. You don't know if that man is narcissistic, you know, the kind that triangulate play games with the baby mama, the kids and his family and all of this other kind of stuff. Talk bad about you behind your back to his relatives and then and then talk bad about the relatives to you. It's a whole lot of stuff going on now. And I'm going to talk about it because you ladies need to be privy to it. A lot of time women, black women suffer in silence because we don't want to tell people our business. And I get that. Go to a, a, a professional clinical therapist that's paid to be quiet about you. And then they're professional enough to help you recognize when there's dysfunctional activity going on and you can make the best decisions about your life. It's too many African-American women out here who have low self-esteem because of people. You're getting in relationship with the relationships with these men who have multiple baby mamas who spent all this time incarcerated and they come out hating you because of what, where the other women in their lives have failed. You, you know, I'm going to talk about it. I'm sorry. I take it seriously. I hate to see women suffer because of the lack of knowledge and wisdom. And that's why I'm talking about it. You don't want to be a slave in these relationships with men. And I love me some men. I love African-American men. And, and I think they're sweet and amazing and wonderful. And I'm thankful for the husband that I have. But I would be lying if I told you that my marriage was a fairy tale. It was not a fairy tale. It is a blessing to me now because we have gone through years of Christian counseling. We pray together. You know, we recognize that God is the foundation of our relationship and we have done our own work within so that when we do come together, we can enjoy one another. Because ladies, the truth is we are just as broken, you know, as some of these men are. And we have to deal with our stuff because if we don't, then we're going to take on their mess. We're going to take on their abuse. We're going to take on their drama because they come with some stuff now. And so do we. But you've got to pay attention to what's going on. You need to be present and you have to make some hard choices. You know, whatever that man is a slave to, you will become a slave to it, too, unless you draw some lines in the sand. God bless you, and I hope this provides some insight for some of you.